You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV, the Glee edition. Tonight's host is Paul Ashton. Joining Paul will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Trilby Glover, Elizabeth Kiernan, Ron Hoffman, and Phil Svitek. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Paul Ashton! Thank you very much, Rich. Welcome to After Buzz TV, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for Glee, Season 2, Episode 3. I am Paul Ashton, and I'm here with my fellow Gleeks to break down everything from tonight's very different episode, certainly different to uh, last week's Brittany High. Um, before we get going, though, um, and uh, get into the discussion, let's head over to Drilby Glover uh, for a, a Glee cap of tonight's episode. A wonderful episode. Finn has an existential crisis when he makes a grilled Jesus that seemingly answers all of his prayers, including touching Rachel's boobs. On the sadder side, Kurt's dad has a heart attack and the Glee Club rally around him, offering spiritual support, even though Kurt is a non-believer. Sue tries to stop the religious fervor by threatening to report Mr. Schuster for teaching religion in school, but they all have some kind of religious revelation, and we were left with the hope that Kurt's dad survives. Thank you, Trilby. Um, short and sweet. Uh, so let's start tonight's discussion, guys. Um, before we get into the, the real nitty-gritty of what was a nitty and gritty show, um, let's talk about last week's show, Brittany, which we enjoyed so much. Uh, I think we'll hear later in the gossip just how many people tuned in last week, but it was something like a record. Um, we all loved it. It was high energy. It was high octane. I didn't get to sleep till three in the morning. Um, dreaming. I even watched it a second time. Uh, I, 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 in <laughs> fact, I, in fact, the next day when I was working out, re-ran those um, Heather Morris's <laughs> dance numbers just to get me through the ab crunches. That's all it was. Um, it was... Just acknowledge, though, that we got the word boobs into the recap I think that's going to be one yeah. of the first. Ones. It's certainly a first, and I think it should become a staple, Trill. I think it should be yeah. a tradition. Please make a note of that. Um, if you could work that in. But so, a tough, a tough act to follow is the point that I'm making. And uh, did, did, they, did they try and, um, and and meet it in the same way? Did they try and create more more buzz, get in more stars, do anything high and mighty to to meet the heights of Britney Spears or Britney S. Pierce, uh, depending on who you're talking about? No, uh, they went in the complete opposite direction, and we were we we were dealing with a potential death. It was very somber. Uh, it was very emotional. Uh, um, was this a, a strong and successful choice to you guys? Um, was it what you expect were expecting, uh, Elizabeth? Um, there wasn't as much fun as I would have thought. I knew it was going to be a more serious episode, but I guess I thought 
it would be a little bit lighter in certain areas, but the whole thing was pretty heavy-handed. Mm. I guess they chose to make it after Britney because it had so many viewers, so they felt like they could reach a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were as successful as they had hoped. Like, if you're going to talk about religion, um, get them when they're on a high get their attention. From, yes. from, from Britney Spears. Britney as an opiate. Yeah, I was people. just thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking. Great minds think alike, but fools never do for Drewy. Well, last, last week we talked about, um, you know, with the Britney Spears episode that at the end of the show they had to bring it back down to family morals, you know, because last week they kind of ragged on everyone. And so right. how better to fall, you know, in that vein, how better to follow up the Britney episode with this one that's just so serious. And yet, and yet, though, uh, such a, a frank discussion of belief and non-belief. Ron, did it, did it, uh, how, how did you find the episode? I thought it was compelling, and, and honestly, I love, you know, I think in any great movie or any great uh, television series, it's about peaks and valleys, and it's about... Uh, showing variations and 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 the unexpected to me is what makes a show exciting and and that isn't what I expected and and that's what makes me engaged and and excited about what they have up their sleeve next. So for me, it was it was satisfying in an odd way and 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 kind of cathartic and 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 uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought I found it very touching. You know, did you that, cry? I did actually. Oh. I, you know, I got a little choked up. I got. I, 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 you know, the, the three of you guys were, or you know, were in front of me, so I, I, I was able to cry in peace. You know, I was glad. I was, I, 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 glad, I was glad. I was glad I could kind of uh, sob and, and, you know, without having to pretend I wasn't. But I actually. If you'd been was. around your, uh, been watching at home with your daughters, would you have been uh, more, more of a stiff upper lip? Uh, I, I, I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of a, 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 a dork in that way, oh, you know. And, and I it's cry, healthy. I cry at all these Disney movies and all that kind of stuff. But well, I, I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little oversensitive. But, but even still, I, I, I just thought that the the emotion and and everything that that took place was real, and it it didn't seem, you know, I, I, I think Kurt is uh, was his Chris, uh, Chris Col- Coulter, Coulter, uh, Coulter. yeah, Cotler. I think that's right. What a great act! What a great performance! And, and and if we're looking at Emmys for this year, you know, I think that we should be thinking that he has a shot at getting an Emmy nomination for that performance alone. And and mm-hmm. and I, I I found it really sincere and really compelling. And 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 I, and I, I admire the writers for taking on such a controversial uh, topic because you know we live in Los Angeles and 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 there's a, a such a uh, I, I, I would just say that, I, I, you know, just generalization-wise, I don't think there's the passion about religion that there is yep. in the middle of the country. And so I don't know how this, how people in the middle of the country or in other, you know, other cities reacted, you know, mm. to this kind of thing because it was somewhat, you could say it was somewhat of an affront to people who have strong religious beliefs. Well, really, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's the same as last week in terms of no, um, no minority group being uh, <laughs> unexposed to, to some point. kind of a jab. Um, every, that they managed to get Even in, get Sikhs. Uh, every, every, yeah. every, Sikhs. every major <laughs> yeah. religion virtually mentioned, apart from Scientology. Um, <laughs> not probably a major not, religion. Probably not appreciated <laughs> in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Good point. <laughs> uh, they, uh, and, and everyone, and, and, and main, the main point was, of belief and non-belief was really firmly covered, uh, and 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 everyone was represented. Um, but it even got into be, sort of to me sometimes beyond religion and into sort of just 
existential, like a general existential question for, for certainly for um, Finn towards the end. I love that. And of course we had we had re- religion and existentialism inspired by tragedy and 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 you know facing imminent death, and then and then by a remarkable transcendental um, occurrence such as. Uh, a, a cheesy Jesus, grilled Jesus, which was quite quite an inspired little idea by the writers. Um, let's talk about how successful they were. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if, if I speak for everyone. For me, um, uh, it's extremely exciting to see these these top this topic and these issues being discussed in such a prime time, um, uh, popular mainstream show in such a frank and Broadway, rather than it being uh, you, so many different channels, uh, certainly. Oh, are, like fluff pieces. Are, they're either fluff pieces, they're either like heavily uh, left wing, heavily right wing. Uh, this really covered it all, so that's great. The question is, how well did they do it? And 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 let's start with the discussion, a discussion about Kurt and his dad dying, and Kurt's response to what came to him in um, w- w- once his father was ill. I mean, I'll, I'll start by saying that the first half of the show frustrated me intensely because I didn't... I felt like he's... I understand he's, he's, he's a kid who's already lost a parent and now he's facing the loss of another one, but I, I didn't feel like they gave him enough... He, he shut off so quickly and was so sort of... I feel like they confused um, the Kurt's tragedy and, and and mourning for his father or potential of his father's potential death with them uh, the, the the decision for for, for or the, the the kids wanting to be there for him and perhaps sing for him and that that became about whether you believe in God or not being about how he was mourning I I didn't feel like that always worked for me the second half I felt better about it uh, I don't know if I've been particularly clear there um i think that that was that moment that mercedes came to him and said i don't know how to be around you and we're just trying to do something for you i mean i can see that realistically happening but i understand that, the story that was, after that epi- after that that point, moment then it was the, all right uh, the episode started to gel better for me and i felt like his final scene with his dad um where his dad came to was was Breathtaking. I totally agree with you, on the, Ron, on the strength of his performance. Um, and it's the actually got this has got nothing to do with his performance for the whole episode. But I, I felt like it, it, there could have been a little bit more grey area in the first half in the way that he just kind of shut off from everyone and said, "I don't want you to even sing for me, to even pray for me." Um, I just I, I found it hard to get hooked in emotionally for the first half. He also expressed his strong view of why he wasn't religious, which was that he's gay and usually that's not welcomed in churches. And obviously he has a quite, you know, negative response to it because he yeah. hasn't been treated well by it. But I think it, I think it just illustrated his process. Everybody deals with grief and, 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 and emotional uh, uh, upheavals in their lives in different ways. And, and, and while his initial reaction wasn't maybe necessarily like how maybe any of us would have reacted, uh, I felt like as an actor and as a performance and, 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 and just as just watching it, it felt real to me and it felt like that was a legitimate response to what he was going through at that time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, what, what didn't work for me as much, you know, in the first half of the episode was the songs were okay, but they, they weren't, you know, only the good die young and, and, um, you know, I, I, there was nothing wrong with them, but just as the musical element of the show, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like the, the, that, Wow, you know, it, it didn't take me out. It wasn't I, as integrated? 
It wasn't as integrated and it wasn't as... They um, weren't the best songs. They, weren't, they were just, <laughs> they just seemed very... Um, they were nice. They were yeah. pleasant and I enjoyed them, but I, I just I wasn't like blown away. Yeah. And, it, and it certainly kind of built as the show went on. Just musically, you know, I just felt like the show... Um, uh, the, the music worked better towards the end and... and and I'm not being critical of the, the the initial songs. I'm just saying that it it just wasn't for mm. me the the, the strongest part. The strongest point. You know, it was just the the shock, I guess, and the the kind of the plot developing that was the most compelling part for the first half of the well, show. Well, I mean, for me, um, you know, I too was uh, sort of in the back with not with Ron, but even further back. And so for me, this episode was really sort of emotional because um, I was sort of. Did you like, see my shoulders bobbing? And I, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> kind of tried to pretend, like, just to adjust my glasses when I was actually crying. <laughs> um, but I was, I was, in a sense, in college, kind of like Kurt, where, um, you know, it wasn't my mother that died. It was my father. And so, you know, I kind of dealt with, like, him. And that, that's sort of been most people's um, aggravation with me is the way I deal with certain things that I, I try to do, shut off people um, for almost no apparent reason while they're trying to help me. And so... You know, I, so I, that rang that rang true for you. Yeah, I believe this journey. You know, through that yeah. episode of struggling, what was going on in his life. Yeah, I think it was a really valid coping mechanism that yeah. Kurt had. A lot of people shut down, and I think it was just because Finn happened to come in so pumped about the grilled cheeses that he was the one that was like, "Let's sing about God." So then it became about that, and Kurt would have. I mean, that made him really say no, thank you to that because he was like, "I don't even believe in it." So if that's how you're trying to help me. Did you like? Did you like the tension between the um, uh, the, the more humorous and frivolous uh, grilled cheeses alongside the serious discussion? Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness we had that. Really. Yeah. yeah, I like that, but I didn't love the music, and I think that's what left me wanting because I, I think serious story plots and you know are important and they're hitting on really important topics, but. They didn't get me with the music. No. Well, we can we can talk. Uh, sorry, oh, go just ahead, even in the beginning of the episode, just in terms of it being a serious episode, it did feel a little forced. Like that, even... I guess that's what I'm trying to say yeah, with the Kurt it... thing. I don't, I completely agree about his performance being great. I just feel like on a writing level, they tried to they they put the Bunsen burner on what he had to do a little too hard too early. And I and you know it's part of the it's part of it's it comes with the territory with Glee because they're filling 20 minutes with songs and and narrative has to move incredibly fast and when you're trying to deal with material this deep and this complex sometimes you've got to put the Bunsen burner on and so I totally forgive him and for it, it I'm just saying out. sometimes it nosed me a bit it yeah. took me out when the when the teachers were you know, Emma and Mr Shu were there at the hospital and they yeah. were all so concerned and I was just thinking which teachers are these that rush to the hospital I guess in the middle don't of have time day. to build sometimes you yeah um, I almost wish that they had something like a pep rally or something else that they had to do that week. So then you see the struggle of like you have to continue with your life. And even though he was so upset, yes. like there was like a school dance or something that he, you know, would feel meaningless to him at this point when his father's in the hospital, but he still has to do it. It became there, there were about three scenes in a row where I thought, look, we're back in the glee room and and uh, Kurt's morose because his father's sick and everyone is uh, kind of treading on eggshells. Like, I'm picking it. I'm picking hair. I'm splitting hairs here. I'm just saying, you know, for an otherwise very strong show, we can try and find what works and what doesn't. Tonight, that didn't. However, um, I... 
what I, I loved so much was how the, they started with a really small microcosmic little moment that happened day and night between parent and child or brother and sister where you have an obligation that is got to do with family um, and got to do with community um, and, and, and setting up a sacred ritual, whatever it is. And I think this is the best message of tonight's show. Be it Sunday morning, be it your family dinner, um, and ultimately the ultimate message being that God is in you uh, in one of us, in every one of us, in one way or another, and of <laughs> the lovely metaphor of, yeah. of of in eating God, God is in fact <laughs> edible. Um, but how it, they bookended the show with that, and 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 all of the different ideas and stances somehow became fused together to me by the end, which I think was probably Ryan Murphy's point. Yeah, I I think too that that. You know who among us haven't hasn't said something that they really regretted, and then you know uh, you know and, and in this case you know in, in the case of Kurt's dad that was the last words that his you know his father heard before he collapses on the the, the floor of his thing and 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 uh, I I think that's what's kind of um, you could say is contrived about the show but it's also compelling as well you know you, you you brought up another point you know too that i uh, you know or maybe maybe it's your trilogy a trilogy let's <laughs> call it a trilogy Tril- from now trilogy. on the glover trilogy trilogy. <laughs> um is is that that whole uh thing oh, 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 we've got to we've got to make the villainous sue you know have some sort of a vendetta you know and so you know that's the thing she's going to do she's going to you know elicit you know the help of uh, is sponsorship of Kurt you know to to go to the board with singing religious songs i mean that that all seemed a little contrived to me but yeah i think that you might know, be part of my you know well. and and and, and and I, I could I could see where you would find that kind of a little bit uh, a rolling of the eyes, you know. But but you know I felt though her her scenes with the with her sister, I didn't find that as contrived, you know. Yeah, and I, I she, found she brings I, so much. You know, I, I I felt like and here's her sister who she worshipped. She said when she was younger, I actually kind of making thing. the argument for God. That's yeah. what was really kind of clever or or well done about the show. He made the arguments for both sides. He didn't really take us. He, he, Ryan Murphy, assuming he or somebody did, you know, you know, crafted this this story. But you know, it, it, it wasn't like it. It wasn't an atheist. It wasn't all about okay. We've all got it. You, you couldn't walk away and say they were trying to, to, you know, convey this message message of atheism or about Christianity or about you know. God and Judaism or anything, it was different people have different perspectives on religion and they're all valid and we have to listen to each other and, and, and respect that. And, uh, and, so, and uh, from that, that was brave, you know, yeah. for primetime, yeah. 8 o'clock television. I, you don't see that. Jane Lynch brings you know, such depth to those scenes. I loved how her sister said, God never makes mistakes, that I believe. And that was to me the most kind of oh, choked up uh, of the episode for me. Before we uh, keep, keep the discussion going, guys, we've got a call uh, that's come in. We have Jeff from from Medfield, is it? Jeff, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm from Medfield. From Medfield. Where? Talk, talk about the show. Uh, where's Medfield, Jeff? Oh, we're somewhere in the Midwest. Oh, fantastic! All the way from the all the way in the Midwest. <laughs> um, so, uh, mate, what were your thoughts on the show tonight? I didn't like it. Oh, well, I feel it was a I feel it was a real uh, big letdown compared to uh, what we saw with Britney Spears. 
Yeah. And, uh, what did you like about Britney Spears, Jeff? Well, the, all the, the songs were great. They had a lot of energy. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, and it was fun. And it, and it seemed, it just seemed realistic, you know. I mean, not realistic, but I, I was able to follow the story. This, it felt to me like it just, it just went too fast. I didn't. I didn't have time to get into it, and I, and I think, like one of your hosts said, I didn't like the songs. Yes, yes. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk a bit uh, more about that um, ourselves. Jeff, do you, you want to help us out? What, what songs really didn't work for you, and why? Well, I can only tell you the one that, that did work for me was um, the Hold Your Hand song. I, that, you uh, know, I, that was very emotional. Sure. I connected to that one. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the other ones were like... I don't know. Boring, just, boring for you? Just, yeah, that... boring. Some of them were bo- boring, and again, it just didn't. Um, I wasn't really able to connect to the. Um, I was. I was able. The father and son plot was great. Yeah. But you know the other things. Do you I, do you have a strong opinion on religion, Jeff? Did that kind of work for you or offend you or anything like that? No, not at all. I mean, no, it was it was, it was fine. But it, it it you know maybe if it were if it were longer it. They would have had time to develop a lot more of the stuff, but I mean, it's a it's a great show, but it it was for, for this was 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 a letdown. It was a miss for you, you. Know, from the from the first two, yeah, from the first two that we saw. Next week looks like it's better, like it's back on track, but right. that's just what it appeared like. Do you think they should just stay away from religion with these kinds of shows, Jeff? No, I don't. No, I don't think it was the religion. I just right. I just feel the... as though they just. Some of the plots just went too quickly. All right. You know, it, it just I just wasn't able to buy into it. But anyway, so was my two cents. Thank you very much for your two cents, Jeff. We really appreciate it. And um, please feel free to call again next week. Thanks very much, mate. Uh, all right, so that was Jeff from somewhere in the Midwest. Madfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, well, let, let's talk about the music. I mean, it, it, it didn't sort of, it certainly didn't get us going. I, I did note um, that they have, however, employed this week uh, with this more difficult territory um, some of the finest songwriters of all time. We have, uh, we have Lennon and McCartney. We have Simon and Garfunkel. We have Billy Joel. Um, and we had Michael Stipe from REN. I mean, there, there are there are four uh, songwriters. I mean, Simon and Garfunk. Uh, I mean, it's that's it's a strong list. Yeah. Th- those people have written some of the finest tunes that you in you want to hear in the Western world. And um, and you know, and uh, uh, Leah Michelle got to sing some uh, Barbara Streisand. I didn't Ra- like that. Song. Ryan Murphy <laughs> yeah, has gone right. on re- on was on Oprah and said that he believes Leah Michelle is the next Streisand. Uh, so. Um, Let's. What, which which was the, your favorite song? Which was your least favorite well, song, Elizabeth? I, I mean, I love those songwriters and I like those songs. I think that just like Jeff was kind of saying, I think they tried to squeeze too much into this episode. So all of these songs, it was one verse. Seven songs. One verse, yeah. the bridge, and they were out. So it was just so quick. And if you did like a song, you didn't get to hear the whole thing. You didn't really even get to hear close to what the whole song was. So... I, I want so to hear you, more of you, those songs. You, you, like, you, did, you did the song you liked the least was the Papa. Can you hear Papa, me? Papa, can you hear me? Why do you think? Or that even song... Mercedes song. I I wasn't familiar with that song. She has a lovely voice, but I would yeah. much rather her sing "Bridge Over Troubled Water." At the end, which was that, so moving. You know, I didn't... And they could have spent those uh, those eight minutes or the seven six minutes or whatever of those two songs on a little bit more time right. to develop. Otherwise, we were just back in the Glee room, and they just it was like, okay, present a song, sit down. The like, transitions if, weren't as strong this week. No. Though. If they had been working on other things in school, in class, and you saw him struggling there, and somehow that became something, but it was just kind of redundant and a little boring. 
Uh, Trilby, what, were you, what, what song worked for you and what song didn't? I think my favourite was um, Hold Your Hand or... The, the Beatles, the Beatles cover. song, yeah. Yep. I, and, and I think his performance of that was one of the best in the show. Yeah. And it, that moved me the This might be a bit... Do you think they used auto-tune on his runs? Oh. Because <laughs> they were... They, they, he nailed them. And I, I, I'm just wondering... Paul is a singer and is that cynical? writes music. <laughs> so. No, I mean, he's a great singer. I'm not trying to be like, yeah, I'm not trying to bring it down. It's it was... good that you have such a good ear um. and you're able to note that. <laughs> well, for example, I mean, um, Liam Michelle's runs in the uh, Streisand song were pretty wild. I, you know, I, I don't know if he did. I doubt he did. Um, Phil, what, what song worked for you and what didn't? Um, I, I'm going to say that the Beatles song worked for me best because um, I like the take that you know the original being such a nice happy upbeat mm. song and to have it switch um it's symbolism totally that you know so it's a total reinterpretation of the meaning and the music mm. yeah exactly um and that and you know when i heard that i was just like oh wow i can't believe that they did that and then uh finn's song the one he sang that was also that was just another song I knew. The rest of the songs I didn't quite know. Yeah. Um, and so those would be the two songs that stuck out for me. Uh, Ron? I, um, you know, for me, if for me, I think, you know, the songs that were usually work the best for me are, are whatever songs seem to fit most naturally and organically into the storyline and kind of advance the storyline a little bit further. And, and, and Hold Your Hand was certainly reflective of that, you know. And, and I also like Bridge Over Troubled Waters. So, yeah. So the, is, when you're talking about songwriting duos, I think the key is they need the duos, the people who yeah. are, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, Lemon. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> no, but and, and, and I think that song in the beginning, you know, the ones that didn't really work for me, only the good die young seemed kind of a gimmick, you know. That, okay, yeah, he's gonna sing that but song. Puck and, needs to sing a song yeah, this week. Let's give right. him a guitar. And let's yeah, and let's let's have him be something about him trying to get laid, and you know that just seemed kind of, you know. Uh, yeah, I really feel they could have done without three of the songs tonight, mm. and the episode would have actually been stronger for. Yeah, him. I agree with that completely. I think that it, it just seemed like there was a lot of songs crammed into it and it also it, it, for the first time that I can recall it it was noticeable that they they edited the songs down dramatically there was only one chorus and one I mean it just seemed like the really truncated abbreviated the the cliff note version of every song you know and, and I, I can't say I really quite noticed that before but yeah. tonight it was apparent to me that especially at the end with uh, what if God was one of us yeah because yeah. you think that you know they led that in with the the teaser last week and that's a song that was pretty popular a mm -hmm. lot of people knew it yeah they sang it for five seconds and do yeah. you think they're just paying half royalties on those is do they get to yeah, pay that's this probably. do they get to do that i, I wonder i mean i, I expect I uh, how much yes. of the song is they, i imagine that the, the lawyers are onto that yeah well but they record all of them and sell them so and, and and losing my religion is kind of an obvious i mean it's a great song you know but it, it's kind of like yeah, well, duh. Of course, they're gonna pick that one. You but know, I, I, you wonder yeah, if you wonder if the song came first and then the and then the grilled cheeses in order right. to provide the mm -hmm. opportunity for Finn to sing it at the end. I think that was one of the songs that fit the storyline, though. And Finn sang it, and he was like so upset and kind of pouting. I think it kind of worked, and that was a really popular song. So I wanted to hear more of that than yeah. it didn't really work, Finn. but it just seemed to me a little obvious, uh, a little obvious. Yeah, yeah. Shining a light on it, but. 
again, it worked, and 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 you're absolutely right. And it's a great song. And there are a couple I, of things they had to hit. They they, they hit the, the African American church experience. They, right, right. They hit. They hit the, right. I mean, you know, and, we had to have the gospel choir. Yeah, and, and, and sing and, and, Bridge the, Over the, Trouble. Rachel's, you know, yeah. desire to bring up the the kids Jewish, uh, you know, in the Jewish faith. There was they, they hit on everything. And, yeah. Um, and with all of with all of one's you know yays or nays on certain parts, I do think that when what, what, what about you, Paul? You what, what was your uh, um uh, for for me uh yeah bridge over troubled waters was was the highlight for me and yeah those other three I I, I just didn't know that they were necessary uh losing my religion is a favorite song of mine from mm-hmm. when I was a teenager so I was just glad to hear it um you got very excited when we were watching that didn't you somebody was a yeah I think somebody there were a lot of songs oh, I, I loved that oh no you did you uh, uh, I think I was just trilogy excited got excited about about I was Finn. <laughs> she was excited because it was Finn, Finn talking more oh, about is that Finn. oh you're I love gotta, him oh. so so yeah I mean having said all of that when when it got to the the point for a character to, to describe something or discuss something or summarize something religious, I felt that they did it very well. Like Emma's discussion um, to Finn about um, oh, about good. the grilled cheeses at the end was succinct and wonderful. And whenever it came to those poignant moments, as you said earlier on, no sides were taken. You were allowed to be who you be, uh, are, believe what you want to believe, and find the truth of yourself um, in that. Um, I loved I loved also Brittany's um, religious experience or, or religious opinion, <laughs> which is whenever I pray, I fall asleep. I thought that was a great. I mean, there were also moment. a couple of lighter just just before we get to the news and um, uh, the news and gossip section. Let's just quickly discuss some of the lighter, funner things that happened. And also, when Brittany gave Kurt her book report on oh, a sorry. heart attack and said, "What well, might not help that much? <laughs> yeah. I think it's from year nine, but maybe the doctors could read it." Hilarious! <laughs> yeah, you give that to the doctor. That was kind of sweet. Yeah, that, that was, was very cute. All of the girl cheeses stuff was an absolute winner for me. Um, and Finn just constantly looking up to to the Lord. Thanking um, yes. grilled Jesus uh, for getting a bit of side boob from Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the side boob point so, yeah, is priceless. Yeah. I, I love your point too about um, uh, the counselor's name, Gemma. Emma. 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 Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and that was so true that she she did a really nice job of coping with his, you know, who also hasn't prayed and thought, oh, my God, I better keep this up because that's why it happened. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. I, you know, and, and I think that that was really a sweet moment, too. It was. And did you notice at the beginning uh, when they were in the hospital when Kurt's father had just passed away that uh, – sorry, uh, passed out um, – that uh, Mr. Schuster and Emma were holding hands? No, I think that you thought it was, was him, but it was like a different flash, and then Kurt was sitting next door, and she – Held his hand. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I see what I wanted to see? So. Is that what you're telling me, Elizabeth? Yeah. I think it was a it was a time lapse, and they had changed positions. Um. All right. Well. Uh, on that note, why don't we head over to the news and gossip for tonight? After Buzz TV News. Wow, we've got a little soundtrack. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. So last week, 13.3 million viewers tuned into the Britney Spears episode, which spiked the ratings 4%. It was Glee's most watched episode to date. And to acknowledge how incredible her performance was in the Britney 
Britney episode of Glee, Heather Morris told sources that Britney Spears sent over flowers to the set. Oh, as she should. Yeah, no mm. jealousy there. I sent some myself. Uh, <laughs> they, they were returned, so. Oh. But yours uh, were to Leah, right? Uh, no, these ones were to Heather. I'm just, I'm trying to create a little bit of a, uh, you know, jealousy between Triangle. the two of them. Uh-huh. And then maybe the three of us can just go have coffee sometime. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Uh, Onward. So- Sources are confirming that Glee casting agents are putting out feelers to cast kindergarten-aged actors to play mini versions of Rachel, Brittany, Puck, Santana, and Mercedes. These little ones are rumored to be making an appearance in the show's seventh episode. Oh, how cute. oh by the way, how good was the casting of Little Kurt? I was about to say, oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, you know, I mean, it has to be related. How how perfect was that kid? Yeah. He just emulated everything about the current Kurt with his little tea party and everything. Yeah. And so what number do they call? What number? Do, yeah. For the casting call. The kids. Oh. Uh, Contact uh, the casting director. Yeah. We'll find I'm, out. No, I'll no, find they out. have eight, Their agents are taking care of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't wait to see little versions of them, though. Um, after seeing last week's Britney episode, Joey Fatone of InSync had a wonderful <laughs> idea to do an InSync episode. I don't know how he thought of it. So he started <laughs> tweeting about it and wouldn't stop. So he explained, I saw the Britney Spears one and I thought it would be kind of cool. And I said, you know what? They should do an InSync episode. So I mentioned it on Twitter and everyone is retweeting it and saying, that would be great. I love acting and I like to sing. It'd be perfect. Seriously, it's a great show. I'm a fan. That is <laughs> hilarious. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, Britney is, is you know, verging on iconic now. NSYNC, the only way that could ever happen is if they do a Timberlake episode. A boy band. A Timberlake episode. episode and they, as, as a joke, Justin Timberlake says, let's get the band back together and they do an NSYNC song. Aww. Something. I, I would have to be a rival kind of boy band episode. That could be funny. Well, I'd tune that, in for that. Boy, I boy bands I and love girl bands. Boy bands. Do some Spice Girls. Yeah. Spice Girls as well. Um, open- Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Right, of course. Sorry. Using gossip. Uh, over the weekend, the cast of Glee hosted a benefit for the Rape Treatment Center at Santa Monica UCLA Medical Center. Matthew Morris and Corey Monteith were asked their views on the recent suicides and what plans are in place for Glee to respond. And on the latter, Matthew explained, I'm sure that you know Ryan's going to be doing something, and it's shedding a light on a subject that a lot of people keep in the closet, and Corey agreed, saying it's really important for a show like Glee, with all the exposure that it's getting, to start to bring important causes like this out in the open. Well, they've done that tonight. Um, they started tonight. They started tonight. Uh, was this in response to a specific case? This was from all of the boy, the gay boys that just committed oh, suicide oh, in the uh, past three the, weeks. Oh, yeah. Right. There was, yeah. The one, there was the one who's um, on, on YouTube. Right. right. His, his was, roommate right. put him on YouTube. And what were the, yeah. what were the other oh, ones? Oh, my gosh. There was a 13-year-old who hung himself outside. He'd been bullied repeatedly. Right. Um, and then there, someone who didn't no, actually die, but he nearly... Uh, there was a 15-year-old well. in Colorado. And they were all gay, young, young, young gay yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, from bullying. Well, so, they're, they're represented every week on Glee, which is fantastic. Well, Ryan Murphy made a statement, and he said, um, tolerance is a very powerful thing to write about because this week alone, three gay teenagers have killed themselves and committed suicide, and we just got asked today to do a PSA on it because it's become such an epidemic because of the bullying. So along with the PSA, Ryan intends on tackling the subject with the character of Kurt. He explained, you know, last year the through line was about pregnancy, and the through line this year is going to really be about Kurt. So this will be a big year for him. And his feelings about tolerance not only in high school and in the world, but also the ripple effect it has on everyone around him. And uh, sources just confirmed that Glee plans to do 
a full episode just on bullying. And the cast is thrilled. Great. Really, really bringing that to light. Good news. What else have you got, Elizabeth? Uh, around town, Mark Salling and the new newbie, Cord Overstreet, who plays Sam, were at Tau in Vegas. And Mark was there to uh, support his new album that was just released. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So they're, they're He friends. used to be a musician before the show, correct? Before the show, yes. Okay, so that's good. And uh, other castmates that were out and about, Matthew Morrison was spotted at Truesdale Lounge in West Hollywood over the weekend. Oh, up, up on Sunset. Yes. Joining him was Harry Shum Jr., who plays Mike Chang on the show. Really? Was it, were his abs out? No, they weren't, but I, I didn't know they were friends. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, and Liam... I think Matthew Morrison's enjoying his himself these days, right? I know. That, that's what you get. You get the impression. Well, he's, I mean, he's a Broadway actor before, so he never got this kind of notoriety. Yeah. So... Wasn't he also, I mean, I don't know if I just read this in some stupid tabloid, that he uh, he had a, he was in a relationship for a long time and then sort of shortly after the Glee really popped, he be, was, became single and um, was make, has been making hay while the sun shines. Oh, good idea. Why, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, come on. We know on. you would, okay? No, I'm not, I am not speaking for myself. Just, anyway, I can't speak Take for Matthew. Take advantage of it. Matthew's, he's, apparently he's a... <laughs> He's a really great guy. Onwards. Speaking of Leah Michelle, I'm sure that was on your mind. Uh, she was seen with her boyfriend, Theo Stockman, leaving LAX on September 30th. And they were oh, going were to New York. Oh, were you aware that she has a boyfriend? Uh, I, have, I have photos oh, okay. <laughs> of that particular exit. No, I don't. Uh, it's really interesting. In a recent Marie Claire UK interview, she spoke about her days in school and said, My acting teacher and music teachers didn't really like me, and they kind of ignored me. I think they were threatened by the fact that I had worked before. Maybe it made them... Them uncomfortable, I would have loved for them to have taught me, but maybe they felt like they couldn't. They really didn't pay attention to me. Hmm. Can you imagine that voice? Wow. Sounds like the maybe? character. Yeah. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> and uh, that is your Glee News and Gossip for Tuesday, October 5th. It's the 5th of October already? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Thank you very much. And now that brings us to predictions for next week. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> I, always get, I always feel like we're getting into the... What's Doctor Who's um, time travel device? The, the, rent, the, the telephone box. box. What's it called? Does it have a name? I don't know. The TARDIS. Is it called the TARDIS? Or is that just a ship? Uh, anyway, moving anyway, on. Trilby, Trilby, Trilby. <laughs> Australian thing? I don't Trilby, know what you're talking about. Trilby Glover, what are your predictions for next week? What did you garner from the preview, the sneak preview? I think maybe Rachel and uh, Finn, Finn will get a little bit riskier. Hot and heavy. <laughs> you think they're going to do the dirty next week? No, no. Maybe get Not a just side, riskier. it's going to be... I think that... Here's a question, who's Sam going to end up with next week? Young Sam well, comes back into the Well, it looks like he's going to steal Quinn, yeah. He's and gonna... it looks like Finn got annoyed about that. Was I not seeing that yeah, correctly? Yeah, that's right. It's bro code. It's bro code, that's right. <laughs> I mean, there are two yeah. There are two uh, members of the Glee Club, because it looks like Sam also joins the Glee Club. Now that he's injured, how perfect. How perfect. Uh, that, that uh, yeah, he's moving on to one of the girls that both of the guys, that both of the alphas in Glee have been with. But what is Rachel going to think about this? I mean... I'm sure there's tension. Yeah. Well, Rachel might not know. That if, Quinn's... He, if, he, if Finn pulls it off... Oh, that Finn's getting annoyed about it. He'll that jealousy away mm. from her. She doesn't want her to see it. He doesn't want her to see it. Um, uh, but wasn't Sam supposed to be lined up as a as a possible partner for Kurt? Uh, I read that he is definitely not going to be. Ryan oh. Murphy said it's not... It's just rumours. not Cord, yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, it's also... the Pears episode. It's a duets episode. Right, right. And Mercedes gets paired up with Santana, which I is... think that's going to be amazing. That would be, that would be great. I think they win the competition. Mm. Let's see. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, not enough Santana in this episode for my taste. Yeah. It's very uneven it's episodes. Fun. They kind of have too many characters to really cover everyone. Yeah, I guess yeah. sometimes it's better for them to rotate. Um, uh, uh, and then uh, uh, Finn and Rachel will be singing together. Who else did we see? Anyone else that we're going to be singing together? Quinn and Corge. Quinn and... Uh, Sam. Oh, that's where it's... Of course, perfect. And I would like to see something happen with Emma and Mr. Schuster, but it doesn't look like... We need to reignite that. that. We need to reignite that, know. Phil. Well, I think with this duets thing, um, you're going to see maybe uh, Sue Sylvester um, not take the antagonist role, and now you're going to see the sabotage of the kids against each other in this competition. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Great. Um, all right. Well, look, that brings us to the end of another After Buzz TV for Glee. I'd like to finish with a couple of my favourite quotes. Uh, what do we have here? <laughs> this country is not a monarchy. Trust me, I've tried. Um, Sue Sylvester, of course. Also, Sue, I realise you're only half orangutan. <laughs> to <laughs> Emma. Um, and finally, Sue, to, the, to, to uh, one of the kids. I know sometimes I mess around with you guys for fun. Uh, and I admit, it aids digestion. Uh, ladies Ladies and gentlemen, you ate our digestion. Thank you very much for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV um, for this week for Glee Season 2, Episode 3. I'd like to thank my superstar uh, cast of friends, Australian actress Trilby Glover, comedian and writer Elizabeth Kiernan, um, master of uh, sound, film, etc., Phil Svitek, and Mr. Ron Hoffman, extraordinaire from uh, BWR. Extraordinary what? I don't know. How yeah, I'm just going to start. PR extraordinary. Thanks. For Thanks, Jenny, guys. See you Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzz TV. Buzz in.